Welcome to episode 39 of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell, and this episode is titled, What Do You Fuel Your Body With? We're just coming off of episode 38, Things That Rob Your Energy. I talked about daily activities that we might be doing and that we may not be aware of that could be killing our energy. We could be sabotaging ourselves. And I gave some tips on how to avoid it and how to correct them. But for today's episode, it's not so much about nutritious meals, but more about our mental and physical health. Yes, it's important to start your day with a healthy breakfast. But after that, what's your routine like? Especially your work routine. Many of us used to travel to work and brave traffic, and some of us had to travel as much as 45 minutes to an hour or even more each way. When you travel to work, or maybe you still do, despite the pandemic, what thoughts are in your head? Do you have a relatively peaceful drive to work, or does anxiety, stress, or even fear occasionally grip you? all from the worry or the concern about how your workday is going to go, how it's going to play out, and how much work you have to do. If so, you're not alone. Since these feelings, these emotions, can start before you even set foot in the office or get into your work, you can feel like you're overloaded and even bombarded with potential thoughts of extreme work and extreme tasks to do, something that you'll never get unburied from. That's not fair. Let's see if there's ways to correct that. If an overload of email is waiting for you, I have great news. One of my more popular episodes, number three, overloaded by email and text can definitely help you out. If you've ever been caught in an email volley and you're going back and forth and there doesn't seem to be an end in sight, go back and listen to episode three. Here's four key things you're going to get out of that episode. One, you'll see how to draft clear, clean emails. Two, you'll effectively learn to write questions to get a better answer rate. Three, there's better ways to handle attachments. And four, how to significantly reduce confusion when forwarding emails. I hope those four tips sound great, and they should be able to help you with part of your burden with regards to overload in email, and they may even give you some of your time back in your day. In today's busy world, many of us are asked to do more and do more with less. That means we have a bigger burden, a bigger workload on our shoulders. However, we may actually become less effective the longer we work without taking breaks. It's suggested you should go no more than one to two hours, with the ideal being 90 minutes before you take a break. If at all possible, try to take a break for 5, 10, even 15 minutes. That gives you a good time to mentally recharge and fuel your body. More importantly, fuel your brain, kind of recycle it, reset it, so that you can go back to the tasks and work at hand and be more efficient and more effective. I know not everybody listening has the ability to go ahead and take a break in the middle of your workday, but perhaps you might be able to cycle the work that you're doing, kind of give your brain a mental break by going from one task or type of activity to another, even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes, just to kind of change things up. 
if possible, try to get a little walk-in or some fresh air, depending on your environment, and that too might help you mentally clear up and kind of reset. It makes sense that in the mornings we have stronger reserve of energy because we hopefully have gotten a good night of sleep and started off with a nutritious meal. So working 90 minutes or no more than two hours before break sounds ideal at this point, but things shift up in the afternoon because we start to lose some of our reserve of fuel as we get towards the end of the day, and so there's recommendations that the maximum work length should be about one hour before taking a 10-minute break or so. So don't forget to switch things up between the morning and the afternoon as far as your work duration and your break times. Now, what's happening in the middle of the day, typically for our lunch period? I chose years ago to actually eat small meals throughout the workday rather than have a large heavy meal at lunchtime, and that's done wonders for me. So in place of my lunch, what I will do is exercise. I like to walk, run, and even bike ride if possible. The question, though, is, while that's a little bit about physical health, what am I putting in my body mentally while I'm on break? I love to listen to podcasts, and I really enjoy education and information. I used to listen a lot to just music such as Spotify and other services, which I still do for enjoyment, but I actually found that I was replaying the same songs over and over. I know some of us have our favorites, but it was almost uh, like I was doing it so much so frequently that it was getting boring. I don't know if you've been there, but if you have, I think you can identify with that. So that's where my interest in podcasts came, and then I realized there's such a variety of information out there to learn from that it really became enjoyable. And sometimes when I catch on to a good podcast, I'll try to tie that into a future episode so that I can share with you something I learned to provide you with strong value. I'll close this portion about learning from a quote from a famous author named Ken Blanchard. He said, if you stop learning, lie down throw dirt on me. It gives you a different perspective, right? And the fact that you're listening to this podcast is awesome. You're fueling your brain, fueling your mind with new information. And I think that's a healthy part of how we can grow. Let's switch back and talk about breaks. What do you do during your breaks? And what do you do during your lunch break? If you continue to work and power through, as they say, that can have negative effects. And if you continue to work For long periods of time without a break, they can have negative, irreversible effects on your body. You start to wear yourself down, and you can even damage parts of your brain by just working and working without stopping. Exposure to even a few days of stress compromises the effectiveness of neurons in your brain. Neurons are the cells within your nervous system that transmit information back and forth. Stress can affect an important brain area, which is responsible for reasoning and memory. Have you ever gone through a really difficult time or stressful time? You might be preparing for a special report or a special meeting or have an extremely high workload, and then you start to recognize that you're forgetting things, common things, your memory just wasn't as sharp as it used to be. This could be a reason for it. Having increased stress can cause temporary side effects such as difficulty reasoning and difficulty remembering things. Now, exposure to weeks of stress can cause reversible damage to brain cells. It's recommended that you should get some rest, 
and recharge and even take a vacation or a break. If you don't have the opportunity to do that and you're working on a really long project and there's a lot of difficult uh, challenges ahead, go back to what we said earlier and try to take regular scheduled breaks. Even if you just change things up a little bit, that should help as far as your mental capacity goes and give yourself just a little mental break, a little mental boost. Now, finally, I talked about possible damage to your body. Exposure to months of stress can cause permanent damage and destroy brain cells. Now, that sounds pretty traumatic, but you don't want to deal with something that is so harmful to you for weeks on end that you start to suffer with issues with memory and with reasoning, possibly affecting your sleep and affecting your personal life, where you might be a little bit more on edge or not the same person that you used to be when people talk about you or talk to you. Craig just seems a little different today. Or have you noticed over the last weeks he's kind of changed? Those could be indicators. So check it out with your peers and check it out with your um, personal relationships to make sure that you're not impacting your personal life with a high level of stress and work effort during your day job. If you are suffering effects from stress, something as simple as chewing gum to relax can help you focus. But chewing gum just doesn't reduce stress. It also makes you more alert and improves your performance in memory-oriented tasks. It does so by increasing the blood flow to your brain and it alerts your senses. When you experience a stressful situation while chewing gum, your body is less likely to go into that primal fight or flight mode, which results in the poor decision-making process and inability to focus. You probably don't want to use this tip while you're talking, but it's a good way to de-stress in preparation for a big presentation or a challenging conversation that you're facing. At the time of this recording, we're still going through the pandemic from COVID, and we're actually going through our second phase where the uh, virus has morphed and it has got a different strain, I guess you could say. What that leads to is a lot of us continuing to work from home or work at alternate locations. Especially if you're working at home, it can be, I guess, just too easy to work through your break and work through your day. And then by the end of the day, where is all the time gone? Now, there's nothing wrong with being productive and giving some extra effort to your job. But the problem again is that as we power through our day by accidentally missing breaks, skipping a lunch or two during the week, We're not doing our bodies any good. We need regular intake of nutrition, and we need regular breaks to reset our minds, reset our focus. In fact, theladders.com, which is a typically a six-figure and up job recruitment um, company, shared a study, an infographic study, that said that 81% of employees who take lunch breaks feel refreshed, invigorated, and more likely to have reduced stress. That sounds great, doesn't it? But also, they mentioned, 13% of employees feel judged by their coworkers for taking a lunch break. I can't help you with that, except for the fact that I'd like to share that you should focus on yourself, okay? Focus on your own health and your own care. If you don't, others may not either. Referencing the author, Andy Andrews, and his book, Seven Decisions, He said, if you're worried about what other people think of you, you'll have more confidence in their opinions than you do of your own. 
Why could we be so concerned and so consumed with what other people think of us? We really should focus on ourselves is the big message here. As we wrap up, I want to thank you for listening to episode 39, What Do You Fuel Your Body With? Don't forget to go back to episode 3, which is titled Overloaded by Email and Text. There's four great tips in there about how to help you handle your email more effectively. And if done well, it should give you some of your time back in your day, almost feeling like you've got a boost in your day. I will give you a word of warning, though. If that content does start to help you, don't look for extra work right away. Go ahead and get unburied first. Get some control. Then, once you're well-organized and consistently managing your email, you might want to speak to your management about taking on additional roles or responsibilities. But first, get into the regular habit of controlling and monitoring your email so that you can get some of your day back. I hope this discussion, a little bit on nutrition, but also fueling your mind and your body, has helped you. And I know I mentioned repeatedly about breaks, but that really is a key focus on what today's discussion was about. Do yourself a favor, set a reminder on your watch, on your phone, on your computer, whatever it is, just remember to start taking an extra break or two a day if you haven't been, and that might just give you the chance to improve your performance, get a little bit rested in between heavy work and heavy stress days, and gain more focus and put a little bit more attention to detail. I hope you stay well and healthy during this unfortunate situation with pandemic phase two. I wish you the best of luck with your career growth. God bless you. We'll talk to you next week.